news, commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But in the end, this is Still Still Love love You, bro. Bro. Well, hey there, Chris. Hey, how's it going? We are back on Still Love You, bro. We are. And hello, listeners. It's been a it's been a fun week, right? Has, You've been it, waiting for us to come back. It's been a fun week. We've been very busy. Um, and I think you've actually got vacation coming up, aren't don't you? I sure do. Another Can't one? You, I'm glowing. Can you, you not see you that? You seem like you're taking a lot of vacation. You must have been storing that time for a long time. I have been holding vacation for a very long time. Yeah. I've I've been in my current employee for 16 years, and I've taken wow. one real... Like seven day vacation, so this is wow. going to be much. I take vacation days throughout the year here. Oh well, yeah, but you know, if you if you keep saving up, um, uh, keep saving them up, then you're going to actually have a good long time to go and do whatever and not have to worry about work. So I'm saying, if I keep saving them up, I can have a job without having to go in. Yeah, wow, well, they got to pay you, right? Exactly. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we're also going to give a thanks to Grant. You heard his name uh, last podcast. Grant is helping us in the control room. Thank you, Grant, for nice. being with us. Keeping us sane so we don't, you know, think about, man, I wish I could adjust something. Grant can just do it for us. So Yes, he's the man behind the glass that tells us time. Correct, yeah. You can't hear him. Sometimes he talks to us in our ears and uh, makes us us garble our speech. But it's okay. He's doing it for a good cause. Yeah, we appreciate Grant being here. We do, we do. So I think we each have an article, and and so we'll just go right into you. Okay, that sounds good. Well, um, this article is, I know we always talk about, let's not talk about the coronavirus, but this has more to do with the uh, government's response to coronavirus and um, their uh, constant efforts to censor information regarding uh, the vaccine. Uh, so you probably know that Facebook, Twitter, all of that, they've and YouTube, they've got policies in place where if you uh, spread, quote-unquote, misinformation about the vaccine, and I'm saying quote-unquote because anything it, misinformation they're considering is anything that would could discourage someone from getting the vaccine uh, in most cases – and whether or not that misinformation is true, they're gonna they're gonna remove it from the platform. They're gonna flag you. Um, Facebook will remove your post. You know, if you post about not getting a vaccine. No, if you post a reason for like some like let's say I'm not getting the vaccine because I because it, it's dangerous, you shouldn't get the vaccine or whatever. Like you said something like that. Okay. Whether or not whatever you're talking about is true, um, they're gonna take that down because they see that as um, spreading vaccine vaccine misinformation. Okay, uh, which is. Um, Kind of stupid, if you ask me. I mean, we should be able to talk about whatever we want to talk about, regardless if it's misinformation or not. But beyond that, a lot of this stuff isn't even misinformation. So, um, But this is not a private company now that's um, about to start censoring messages or at least um, uh, attempting to, trying to convince uh, private companies to continue to censor us. The Biden administration um, is actually planning on um, talking to cell phone carriers – and trying to get them to censor text messages that have possible vaccine information in them, possible vaccine misinformation in them. Negative. You can't do that. This is from Politico. Um, Biden ally groups, including the Democrat National Committee, are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. So that is the news, and here's here's one from uh, Rep- Representative Lauren Bobert from Colorado. Um, Biden's regime has announced they'll be working with SMS providers to stop vaccine, quote, misinformation spread via text message. On the same day, the White House said that they support officials who, officials who implement mandatory vaccines. 
Um, so what do you think about that, Chris? I mean, I, I, my first reaction is that sounds like 1984. <laughs> There's a lot to take in there, but censoring my cell phone texting is not going to happen. I, I don't know of any cell phone carrier that will allow, because number one, if they can censor that based on the content, then that means they're logging your conversations. They probably do, but that yeah, will bring they're that already to logged. Light. So if, if cell phone carriers start admitting that we can censor you based on what you say, then people are going to start waking up to the fact that everything is logged and searchable and carriers just aren't going to do that. I don't see that going anywhere. Well, I think we already know that all cell phone activity is, is logged and, and taken, it's taken account, account for because law enforcement can get search warrants and uh, go to cell phone carriers and find out where you were at a certain time based upon, you know, uh, geolocation, uh, triangulation through cell phone towers. They sure. can they can get your text messages pretty simply. But there's a um, very limited period where you have to subpoena the text messages. Sure, because they to have to delete it. that data. They don't have unlimited storage. Exactly. So, but now, I mean, think about this. We're talking about maybe an AI um, that is searching for keywords that will say, "Oh, that's not allowed to go through," or "That is allowed to go through." We have that technology. Well, I'm sure the NSA listens to every phone call we make anyway. I mean, it's along the same lines. If something is active, it's like your Echo at home. It's actively listening to what you say. If your cell phone is actively watching what you type in order to pick up keywords, that's a whole nother society. And that's a whole nother set of problems we've got to talk about. And, you know, it really, to me, this is ridiculous. I, I mean... People always say, well, there was, you know, we had a rushed vaccine back in the polio pandemic or, you know, they were deploying it. No one was thinking twice. Well, back then they weren't pushing it. They weren't um, they weren't uh, saying, hey, here's a lottery that you're going to get to enter by getting your vaccine. Um, They weren't saying that we're going to censor anyone who talks negatively about the vaccine. There were tons of dissenters of the polio vaccine, whether or not they were right or not. They were allowed to speak. And uh, now we're talking about actually going and censoring your private text messages. Um, what's going to be next? Private phone calls. They start listening for keywords there and they cut your phone off if you start talking about vaccine misinformation. Mm-hmm. What about if your phones, who which already listen to you, um, I mean, that's, that's obvious. Um, what if you they hear you say vaccine hesitancy and then some, uh, some vaccine squad shows up at your door and knocks, hey, we heard that you were uh, hesitant about getting the vaccine. We'd like to talk to you about your hesitancy and, and help dispel some of those rumors. I mean, next thing you know, we're going to have to have an exercise program every single morning led by Joe Biden himself coming through our TV. And he's going to point to us like 1984 and say, oh, number, 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 you better keep up, get those knees higher, you know? Um, Maybe they can just give the vaccines to the Mormons and they can, <laughs> and they can just knock on all the doors and offer, yep. you know, uh, a religious experience or a vaccine. They've they already talked about doing door to door stuff. That's the weird thing is they've already said we're going to go door to door and try to vaccinate people. Wow. I mean, that's that's scary. What if uh, some of these states, including Tennessee, have the um, have the mature minor doctrine where mm-hmm. a minor can can get a medical treatment if the doctor deems that minor? I think it's 14 and up if they're a mature minor yep. without their parents consent, which that's I'm not really sure where I stand on that issue because I'm not a parent yet. But um, I guess it kind of makes sense. Uh, but. Here's the thing. What if what if they what if these vaccine squads go door to door and the parents say no, we don't want the vaccine? Well, then they catch the kid going to the cool school bus. Hey, come get this vaccine. It'll save your life, man. You're going to die of COVID if you don't get it. Here, come get it. I guess the, the that depends on if your kid would default to wanting to what what you wanted him to do. On the same note, I was I was reading an article article earlier that uh, some Republicans in Tennessee have forced uh, public health officials to not be able to 
advertise or recommend the virus to I saw minors. that the vaccine. Um, yeah, they can't have they can't have vaccination um, days on campuses or anything of that nature. And there were some emails that people got that were they basically said if if the Department of Health uh, says anything about a vaccine to a minor, the the letterhead has to be stripped and mm. you know has to be very so. I, you know, I, I believe that was related to I can't remember her name, but it was the head um, official for. Um, I guess uh, vaccinations or something like that for the state of Tennessee, some health official who said something about the uh, actual statute because it is law in the state of Tennessee that a mature minor doctrine is in, is, is in existence. Apparently she was talking about that to somebody and a bunch of legislators got mad and fired her. Um, you know, I think that's politics. I don't think it's really fair that they fired her because she was just saying what the law was apparently. Right. And now she's starting to speak out about this, which may be rightfully so. Um, but yeah, there's been a rush to uh, judgment. They've they've been they've said no more vaccine programs at all until we can get this figured out. Which you know, I guess it really just goes back to that issue of do we agree with the mature minor doctrine? Which, like I said, I don't really have an opinion on yet. Yeah, I've got a 14 year old. Not I don't know if I would want him making that decision. Yeah, it's you know it, the whole point of parenthood is that you make decisions for your child based upon what you what your experience and what you think is best. And um, I, I feel like that. There's a lot of people in this country that feel like they know better than everybody else, and they get to make everyone's decision for them because it's it's for the greater good. It's for your we know better than you, and you don't even know that you need this. So, um, and that goes along the lines of making vaccines mandatory. I think that's another huge wrong. If if I mean states, Biden is talking to states and making and saying, hey, we need to make vaccines mandatory. We can't we can't mess around with this. And the reality is. We're on the outside edge of COVID. This is a, almost over. Even with these variants, we're not seeing a lot of resurgence. And partially because most of the country is vaccinated or a good portion of the country is vaccinated. But even the state of Tennessee, where only about 30% of the residents are fully vaccinated, we're back to normal. You know? Well, yeah. And, you know, I don't understand the numbers. And I haven't looked at the recent population of Tennessee, but I do see that it says like 30% vaccinated. But when I look at the amount of total vaccines given, it's a lot more than half of the population. So you probably so, got a lot of people that. Well, you remember you got to get two shots, right? But so, I'm talking about the numbers that show people right. have had both rounds. Something doesn't add up to me on the numbers, and maybe I don't, I don't understand the, the the actual population of the state of Tennessee. But it's something to look at. But quite maybe honestly, it could be some people got one part of it and just never got their second. No, that's accounted for. The, the really? People, yeah, oh. the, the people that had total one and two vaccines. Uh, it gave a number, and that was more than half of what I thought the population. Did. But you know, the the point is, people just want to get back to their normal lives. And you know, if you're going to get the vaccine, you've probably already made up your mind if you're going to do it. I'm sure there's some holdouts, and you know, people are going to wait for a year to see if any of us that got the vaccine, I got the vaccine, to see if we keel over. Uh, and I get that, but yeah, life is starting to get back to normal. I think though that I think people are are I don't want to say woken up, but you know, there are people are still, I think, taking a little bit more precautions, even though it's back to normal. You know, I see people not crowding as much. I see people sanitizing their hands at least a little bit more. So maybe, you know, on the on the flip side of this, maybe something good's come out of it. I mean, as a germaphobe, I don't have worry about clean hands. They're, they are. But I see a lot more people in the things that I do during the day, people washing their hands. And I hate to say, I, you know, I'm not saying I work with a lot of people that use the bathroom and don't wash their hands, but I do. Um but I think that's what people have learned out about it. They're they're socially distancing a little bit more. The, the amount of people that do grocery pickup is increasing. I don't see a lot of people, as many people in the stores. So overall, you know, maybe maybe that's what came out of COVID is people a little bit more aware of of germs. 
And maybe that'll help with sure. the flu season. Who knows? Maybe it will help with every disease and, and sanitary and uh, sanitariness, uh, hygiene. How do you say that word? I'll hygiene. Say hygiene. Hygiene in general. You know, the, the act of people being sanitary and, and, and being aware of that. Sure. And I certainly has done that to me, honestly. You know, going through where I work every day, it's kind of messy. So I always want to make sure that I've got hand sanitizer and, and all that. And, you know, I told you before, we talked about it. I really was not big on the hand sanitizer movement. So I found another article just scrolling through this, looking for more content um, on the whole um, vaccine censorship thing. And by the way, I just want to end on this. It's really, really scary for me when the government is talking about if your speech is labeled misinformation, we can remove it. That's that's a huge violation of the First Amendment. That's huge because who's going to call it – who gets to set what the label of misinformation is? Yep. What if the Republicans get in power and they label anything about um, – let's say anything that questions um, the biblical version of marriage is misinformation and you can't talk about it? I mean that would be terrible. You'd hear people you know, coming out about that and talking about that all the time, but – We'd um, probably talk about it on this podcast. I bet we would. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. So, but the, you see what I'm saying? The standard applies both ways, and it's very dangerous. I agree and, with you, and that is yeah. one of the things we have consistently agreed upon: is censorship is not bad. We're we, we're strong protectors of the first and second amendment. Most most amendments, in fact, probably all of them. Yeah, um, constitution in general. Exactly. You can you can look at it different ways, and we do. We interpret it different ways. But at the end of the day. The right to free speech, we will protect. Like the lady at Hatworks, mm-hmm. uh, she had the right to do that. Yep, she but did. It doesn't define what happens. Social when people... consequences happen. Exactly. But the but, government is going to let her keep her business if she wants to. Sure. She may go out of business, but you and know, the government, but the government should not be reading our text messages to look for keywords. I'll exactly. Say that. Exactly. Real quick, I'll, I'll do. Th- I'll make this quick because I saw this in an ad beside this article, and I thought it was interesting. Um, this article is talking about the. Uh, interesting divide that um, African American communities are actually extremely, or extremely, but they're very less likely um, to get fully vaccinated as compared to um, other uh, minorities and uh, whites. And uh, apparently, this MSNBC host, um, his name is, if I can find it, um, Dr. Chris Parnell, he has this to say about that. He says, I actually see this as another example of the proliferation of white supremacy because, in particular, they're targeting communities of color and they're targeting historical injustices, the atrocity that communities of colors have experienced, as a way to play on their vulnerabilities. Um, You have people that have questions. You have people who unfortunately become susceptible to conspiracy theories. So he's saying that any – the fact that less um, African Americans are vaccinated than white people is – in fact, white supremacy. And, I don't and conspiracy see that. theorists are pushing that specifically to make sure that more black Americans die COVID. I don't, what well, that's a stretch. That I, is, I do it? know <laughs> statistically, I've looked at the Tennessee Department of Health website and statistically, um, more of our white uh, citizens have gotten vaccinated. It doesn't say why. I think that's probably a stretch, but it is absolutely true. Statistically, uh, less of your African-American and Hispanic communities have been vaccinated. It's not less of access to the vaccines, so, you know, what is it? I don't uh, know. But it's not, I yeah. don't think it's white supremacy. It, apparently, in, now th- they did talk about later in this, um, in this news interview that um, African Americans do have a historical, as, as a whole, um, distrust for the medical, um, medical community, apparently. That's what they're saying here. I'm not, that's not verified, but apparently that's what they do. And, um, and they also talk about how anti they're calling, any sort of hesitancy about taking the COVID vaccine and anti-vaxxer movement, you know, and, and 
I've I've got every other vaccine. <laughs> I mean, I've got the flu vaccine. I've done I've done everything. Uh, I just I don't like doing a, an experimental vaccine, and I don't like putting that in my body. I, I've chosen not to. I don't think the risks weigh out in my favor. Um, but that's why I haven't. I'm not anti-vax at all. I mean, I've got my MMR, every little thing. I'm going to vaccinate everything. You know, all my children. Maybe not the COVID vaccine. Maybe maybe it'll be you know, 10 years down the road and we would see the long-term effects. Sure. So, and maybe, and yeah. maybe if you had some of the other indicators, it would be different. Sure. Maybe you had yeah. some yeah. of the comorbidities. If so. I, w- if I had like, um, severe asthma, if I was morbidly obese, you know, if I was older, if I had heart problems, yeah, absolutely. I would totally get the vaccine because it makes way more sense. If I get COVID in that case, I would definitely die. Um, but you know, I'm a somewhat healthy 25 year old man and I really don't have any reason to get it. Yeah. So. It's a gamble. It is a gamble, and I've chosen my side, and I guess we'll see who wins the pot in the end. <laughs> so, um, well, what do you have? Look at it as win or lose. That is true. Yeah. So, two things: how many spam calls have you gotten recently? Quite a bit, actually. Um, right. Here's the weird thing, and I, but I'll I'll tell you when you finish your part. Yeah. So additional about that: the federal government has heard the cries of the citizens of of the United States, and they have enacted a new technology, a new legislation yep. to put it into this. It's called Stir Shaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they were, you know, flipped around, but Stir Shaken. Um, and it's a technology <laughs> that that all major phone carriers have to, they're already supposed to be. They were um, supposed to have done it by July 1st. Yes. Smaller carriers with, with smaller amounts of people have a little bit longer. It's, it's expensive to implement, but your major carriers, Verizon, AT&T, um, you know, anybody that does landline phones have to comply. And if you haven't read up on it, I'm not going to give you a long technical discourse, but it essentially requires that if somebody's calling and placing a phone call, the number has to be valid. And as the number passes through all the phone carriers, it can't be changed. So you you can't do caller ID spoofing. So the number that shows on your screen, if it's the same area code and prefix as you, which is typically what scammers do, then that means it is generally coming from the number that was bought with that. Now, that makes a lot of sense. However... All it all it takes is actually getting a real phone number. And a lot of scammers aren't going to do this because if they have a specific phone number that they can call that's verified, then they it's easy to block back. that number. Yeah. So it's supposed to cut down dramatically. Now, I'll tell you this. It has not for me. No. I still get about the same amount. So the question is, is this not implemented fully or where is that broken down? Well, because this was supposed to be a, a switch that was flipped. And solve the issue. Here's the thing. Um, now, I actually got a little bit of um, backsplash from Stir Shaken. Um, I was uh, I, I actually have set up several VoIP phone systems for a couple of my customers for my side business, and uh, one of them, who happens to be my mother, um, she uh, she has been working from home ever since COVID happened, and her problem has been that you know she has to call her customers from her home phone, and a lot of them don't pick up because they don't recognize the number. So what we did was we we created a PBX, which is a phone branch exchange. We we got an IP VoIP provider for very little. Um, it's like it's like like point zero zero three cents a minute or something like that, and which is not a lot. Um, and we hooked that up to that PBX, and she has a desk phone just like she would at the office. When she calls out via that desk phone, um, it actually spoofs her work's main phone number. That's what every provider. Um, uh, like at a at an office or whatever does it spoofs. That's how they that's how they don't call out with their actual phone lines going to their desks or ha- they don't show those extensions. Um, and that also allows them to do multiple calls at once. They just call ID spoofing. That's been that's been happening ever since 
phone system, office phone systems were a thing. It's been critical infrastructure, which is why it's so easy. Um, and all I have to do is enter that phone number in a, in a field, and it does it for me. Um, so we were doing that, and for a while we had a caller ID associated with her that said her business name as well, which was great because her, um, her clients would see it on their phone and they just pick up. Well, that quit working. And the caller ID portion of it. Sure. And I was trying to figure out why I could not for the life of me. And I eventually called support with this company, and they told me about Stir Shaken. And unfortunately, there's no way for me to spoof that caller ID or for that um, caller, uh, not the caller ID, but the uh, yeah, the the, the, yeah, the caller the, ID. I'm not spoofing the phone tech. number. So, but I'm still able to spoof the phone number. So it comes out as as her work number, right? And that doesn't show anything. Uh, I've tried it on my phone. I've tried it on other people's phones. It doesn't show the spam tag, thankfully, because that's what we want to avoid. Um, but the reason is, is because the VoIP service we use does not have that phone number in their exactly. like, control database. And they can't confirm it. Yeah. Right. And now, they confirm my identity, so they don't, they're not going to flag it as spam, or they're not going to give it the low flag, essentially, which you probably have seen on your phones when you get a spam call, most of the time now it's flagged as spam, and you can see, oh, it's spam. I'm going to not pick this up. Well, thankfully, her phone does not get flagged as spam. That's awesome because otherwise, why would the heck will we do this? It's pointless now. Um, but I can't pass that caller ID anymore, so we had a lot of customers get upset about that. But that's just how it is. Unless um, if you've got a similar situation, those any of you that listen and that do phone systems like this, if you are using the same uh, block of phones that your um, VoIP provider um, owns your main number on. If you're if you're the same owner for the main number, and you're using the same VoIP provider, you will get passed with that correct caller ID with a like number one. Essentially, that is 100% accurate, and it's going to show up properly. And you can verify your caller ID through there as well, so you can have like a multiple letter caller ID. Um, but because it starts shaking, if you're doing something like me where it's kind of jank and you're just kind of <laughs> spoofing the phone number because that's the best thing to do. It's well, technically, gonna, you're doing yeah. exactly what the, what bad the scammers do. do. Yeah. The only difference is I'm coming from the U.S. and I've verified my identity with the VoIP provider, so right. they're not going to actually flag it as spam. Um, but yes, so those those uh, those scammers, they just are able to type random numbers in there, and I I think there's another algorithm about um, like how many different numbers are coming from this same you know. Pro- like because the providers see the IP addresses and all this stuff though. Yeah. That's how they end up flagging the spam, I think, but. Um, it's interesting. It kind of sucks because it, it kind of ruined my whole project there and can't really do as interesting stuff anymore with it. Yeah, but for the millions of people who right. want that to stop, it's yeah. it's going to happen. And but it, it, it's it's a good technology, I suppose. It just makes things um, a little bit more complicated for us homebrew folks. Sure, and, but as – and I'll, I will warn you if you're listening, the – the scammers, when they are stopped doing it one way, they will find another way. Oh, they will. Uh, that's 100%. just the nature of it. They're not going to quit and then go get a job at you know the local cash and grab. So um, there will be looking for another way around it. But we may have some relief for a while, and that's exciting. I did find a new type of scam that I thought was interesting. Um, it is uh, really rampant on Telegram right now. And it is uh, essentially these people that are posing as cryptocurrency experts and like traders, right? So you'll see it if you go look on videos or post about cryptocurrency. Um, typically, it's like the altcoins like SafeMoon or or uh, Dogecoin, things like that. If you go look in those comments on Twitter, on uh, YouTube, 
you'll probably see a uh, some dude with a very generic name, and he's talking, or or someone's bragging about, oh, I I made so much money with um uh, with uh, Doctor Gary, or it's some it's stupid crap like that, or like Mister um, Dan. Like I don't even, I don't know why they come up with these names, but that's exactly what it is. And um, you'll click this Telegram link, and it takes you to a Telegram page, and there's hundreds of fake testimonies about how, oh, yes, I, I gave him $300, and he turned it into 4000 in just a couple days. Wow, he's so good. That's where it should stop. If you see somebody say that, that is wrong. <laughs> but That's the, where it should no, stop. No, I follow several of these on Telegram, and I see all the time people posting questions, you know, going, you know, trying to say, oh, what happened? And then, like, my money's gone, and then their post gets deleted. It's it's very sad. Um, that's And the problem is it's Bitcoin. So... Bitcoin, Dogecoin, any of those others, you're never going to see that money again. There's no way to get it back. Yep. I, I'm I'm working on a project. I haven't told anybody about this, but I'll I'll tell you guys now. Ooh. And this is this is my big uh, thing for retirement because, as everybody knows, when I when I retire, my main job is going to be seeking and destroying these people that call me about my car's extended warranty. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing, and everybody knows, I like messing with them, and I I you know I will stay on the phone with them as long as I can. But I've been, every time I get a scam email, I will follow through and I will go through as much as I can. And I've been documenting it and recording it so that when I, when I retire, I'm going to categorize this and index it and putting up on a website with every type of scam that I've run across so, so that we can at least see how they work. So people will start understanding that, but more so for just to validate the excitement that I yep. get from, from messing with those. I had one today I spent a little bit of time on and it was, a, a, you know, your Facebook has been hacked into or right. whatnot, but... What shocks me is that as much as, you know, they are technologically advanced and as much database information that they have access to, why nobody has flagged my number as a quit calling this guy? <laughs> because I've wasted a lot of their time and a lot of their money. And you would think as smart as they are, they would at least share my information with all of them to say, just don't call this number. Well, they're not going to waste the time, you know. I, I, now, if you start becoming like uh, Tom Browning on YouTube, I don't know if you watched his stuff. He is worth watching. Tom Browning actually has partnered up with several, um, I guess you call them gray hat hackers, and they actually break into these scammer systems and refund people's money on their credit card processors. And he's the one that like showed them their webcam live. Yep. Yeah, yep. I've seen those. Uh huh. I mean, he's amazing. He's doing what I really, I'm, I'm not, I don't have the cojones to do because I live in the United States, and if I hack these uh, Indian scammers or Pakistani scammers, surely I will get in trouble with the uh with the FBI because I'm hacking but I've never I've always wanted to because it's like it's it, what they use is is very rudimentary and it's quite easy to get into their networks um and then you can have some fun because it's like you know you're hurting a criminal and it doesn't feel as bad yeah <laughs> but um there you know the funny thing about uh the cars extended warranty scammers um they're actually a real US company and they've been sued by the US government several times over by the FTC and told to shut their doors. And they just, um, they close that company down, file for bankruptcy, change the name and keep going. And I don't understand how that can be done. I mean, they need to put these people in jail. Like they need to put them in white collar jail. Absolutely. It's really annoying to me that it keeps happening. And and I've taken some of the calls where they want to call about health insurance and I will flow through and they end up transferring it to legitimate companies. Uh, I followed through one that starts with an A, um, they got a licensed agent on the phone and I was like, where's your office? And he's like, you know, I'm in this city and it was a city near me. I'm like, right. 
I just want you to know that it's not your fault, dude, but the people at your company who hire these, you know, call centers to call are part of the problem because mm-hmm. I'm on every do not call list. They have called me, you know, twice a day for the last five days. And I finally went through the process to hand it to you. We know who these legitimate companies are who are hiring them. And that's where it should start. Yep. But it's not, it's, it's no, just, I, I don't no know what the issue is. There's not, and it's a lot. I get it. The FBI probably doesn't have the resources to, you know, start investigating it all. But if we stop it with stir shake and hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll help. It's definitely a step in the right direction. The Like I said, the only thing that is annoying to me with stir shaking is it, is it takes a, uh, it, it, anybody that wants to DIY anything with, uh, um, takes convenience yeah, out. Yeah. It takes convenience away. It's very simple to spoof phone numbers. At least it has been until this and, and uh, it still kind of works. I mean, because I have a verified account with my uh, VoIP provider, I could actually, you know, maliciously, sp- I could spoof Chris's number if sure. I wanted to and call uh, call his husband and be like, hey, it's, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, it's, I'm like in it's jail. You. Send me and money. It would, and because he's still got, he's got that phone in, that number in his phone is, is uh, Chris or his, or, or whatever he calls you, <laughs> whatever his pet name for you is. You don't um, want to know. No, I don't. Um, so <laughs> Chloe's cringing over here. Um, whatever that, whatever that is, um, it will show up as that because right. you already have that number in your phone. So your phone assumes, oh, it can't be spam. You and have this number. And it's the, per- the perfect way to social engineer. Yeah. I'll say this. If you're listening, I can tell you 100% of a way to stop this, right? So Chris and, and Jesse at the Still Love You Bro podcast can stop this all if people would just listen. Stop paying. Stop answering the phone. Stop thinking that you're going to get something for nothing when these people call you. Mm-hmm. Stop giving your password to them over the phone. If they can't make any more money, it will stop. The problem is that they keep doing it because they're making money. To this end, on an upcoming show, we, we have an FBI agent who's going to come on uh, who worked in the cybersecurity unit and has a really great story. You'll hear him say the same thing that we have all the time, two-factor authentication, stop falling for the scams, You know, use a little bit more common sense on too good to be true, don't give your passwords over the phone, and this would absolutely stop. But the more that people answer the phone, the more that people are gullible to, you know, I'm paying $200 to get a, a crate of a, of a million dollars from a Nigerian just prince. Just the shipping just, fee. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if it would stop, it would stop. Anyway, but that's that's that. Yeah. The last thing I have, I'll be very quick. This tickled me, and I know nothing about construction, right? But I know a little bit about studios and recording. There is a new screw that has been invented I use that with air quotes. I saw a picture of it, and it's basically a soundproof screw. And it looks like a normal drywall drywall screw, except at the top, there's a spring. So the idea is, and, and, and it's true with drywall, if, if you attach drywall to a wall, it becomes basically a snare drum. And anything on the other coupled, side, yeah. You're coup- yeah, you couple this, the outside to the inside, and it, it carries that sound. So this screw screws into the drywall. The, the screw part is on the drywall, so it creates a little bit of a gap between the drywall and the stud so that the drywall can vibrate and help cut down, they said, up to 9 dB, which is actually about wow. half the sound, the That's perceived impressive. sound. But here's my problem. If my drywall vibrated at noise, what does that do to the seams, right? I mean, what is that? You know, you got to think you take well, the paint, seams yeah. mm. and, and you paint it. So how does that... Once you, because once you put the drywall screws in and you, they're you vibrating seal the seams, separately now. Exactly. The, the, the two things of drywall. So, yeah. yeah. So, how does that, you know, how do you not notice that? I don't understand. It I, sounds, it neat, sounds, but, it sounds to me like it's not meant for like home use. It sounds it's more for very no, professional. It's, it's residential use. Really? Yeah, both. 
Well, I guess that's kind of an experimental thing. That's uh, that's like the you know that's like the COVID vaccine. <laughs> try what, it, yeah. Try it out. What fascinated me though is uh, all the problems we have in the world. Where we put all this research in is putting a spring on a screw. Yeah, I mean, whoever thought of it? I, mean, I know. Could, I guess kudos. we just we've just now come to an understanding of all that acoustic coupling stuff. So yeah, uh, not that long ago, you know, thirty, forty, fifty years ago, maybe. Yeah, and before that, because we had radio. So I, I learned a lesson when when we built the studio, we we built the wall, and my thought was go out to Home Depot and get the you know the thickest insulation that you could. And mm-hmm. so I came out here one night and was putting the insulation in the wall to the point where I had to like use duct tape to hold it. Mm-hmm. It was so thick to put the opposite side plywood up. And as soon as I got finished and then, then I started reading about acoustics, I was like, I've made a big coupler. Yep. Your room I wish is I a just, lot hotter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I've had to put a lot of soundproofing tiles on that. And you learn as you go, but it was just funny because I spent so long like compressing all this, <laughs> this soundproofing material in it by myself too and like got the plywood up oh, and I was so happy. And then I was like, daggum. Well, I mean, it looks great in here now, you know, it, and it's not very, it's not hot. It's just dead enough to where you can record things. It's not exactly. a lot of echo. Nobody can hear Grant screaming from the control room in the mic, so that's what right, we're looking yeah. for. So that's that's all I have. Why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back and, and we'll talk pop culture with Chloe. What do you think? That sounds good to me. All right. You're listening to Still Love You Bro. We'll be back in a second. Welcome back to Still Love Ya Bro with Jess and Chris and Chloe. Chloe's here. Hello. Hello. What do we got today, Chloe? We have a lot of stuff. Wow. I mean, news? Yes, I have a lot of news, a lot of things to cover. Some of it, yes, pop culture. Some of it, kind of not pop culture, but, you know, I kind of cover everything on this show. So the first thing that I want to talk about is something I'm very excited about Uh Madonna? That means something. No, Britney Spears. Definitely not. Well, yes, we're going to talk about her in just a second, but something more important. Yeah. The British Open is this weekend, and it starts the Golf British Open. Let me be clear with that. I was going to ask what part of Britain is open. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) I actually don't know that. But yeah, yeah, so there have been actually, um, as of right now, there have been six golfers who have had to pull out of the Open due to uh, COVID or COVID-related incidences. So where they get, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? I can't think of the word right now. Exposed, oh. exposed Wait, to someone get, with COVID. They get pulled out if they get exposed. Yes, because of European what laws. The crap. Yep. Unfortunately, That's, I'm there, glad. I well, actually, there. in Bubba Watson, he is vaccinated, got exposed, and did not feel right about playing, and so he decided to go back home. Oh, he should have just played anyway. He's vaccinated. Come on now. Yeah, with, let's if not what get they into believe COVID is true culture, about but... the vaccination. Then boom, just go ahead. So uh, I'm just very excited. It's another major. Um, we got to have two masters this year because of COVID, so that was kind of cool. But it's another major. Unfortunately, Tiger will still not be playing because he can barely walk right now. That's horrible. But at least he's alive. Do That's we have cool. any update on him? Like as of now, no. He was seen a couple months ago. He uh, his daughter had a soccer game that he went to go watch, and he had met a fan that was there. Not a fan, a player that was there that was fighting cancer. And he had some sort of cast on, and so he took right. a picture with him to say we're both fighting our battles or whatever. That's but awesome. He's literally learned. He has to relearn how to walk. Like that's literally wow. where he's at that's, right now. Man, that's just terrible. I wish more celebrity because the one thing you have as a celebrity, not just you know money and fame, is the ability to like make positive change. And I wish 
every celebrity, if you're in public, you should take pictures of the people and you should just be positive yeah. and list people up. There's some are, you know, some, some do, but there's a lot more celebrities that, that, I mean, I, I guess if they're donating to, to charities, that's one thing, but it really lifts people up, you know, to see to, for kids, especially in like, uh, at, at Vanderbilt children's hospital, like the celebrities that go through there to see kids light up, you know, I think every celebrity is part of becoming a celebrity and getting your celebrity card. You should do that. Well, and I think too, like a lot of them will be like, Oh, I just, I'm running late or whatever. Well then just tell them that just, yeah. when you walk by to say, Hey, you know what? I'm running late. I got to go. And I'm not a celebrity by any means, but at my home golf club, all I've, I've taught junior golf for the last seven years. And so to these kids, I, I am a very much a celebrity in their eyes. And a lot of the times I'll be there and I'll have, I'll be practicing or I'll be doing something and I will stop to do that sometimes. But sometimes I just look at them and say, Hey, listen, I don't have time. So like, I, I just can't, I'm sorry. Sure. Well, also, you know, you've got, um, with celebrities, they have to be nice to everybody, right? So it should be. It should be. But here's the thing. Like, just like Chris said when uh, me and Chloe had Chick-fil-A cups coming in here, well, why didn't you bring any for me? Everyone's going to start lining up. Oh, she's handing out hugs. Oh, I'm going to go get a hug. And then when you have a line three miles long, you got to break it off somewhere. So sure. easier just not to give it out at all, right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess if I was a celebrity, I would see it differently. But the, that moment where a celebrity like hugs a kid in public could change their life completely mm -hmm. and inspire mm -hmm. them to do something. So at least make an effort. If you're busy, you're busy. But if you just don't want to be bothered, you shouldn't be a celebrity. If I become a celebrity, I'm going to hug everybody. Oh, you're already a celebrity, you, Chris. You yeah. hug me, so I'm, I'm honored yeah. to be hugged by yeah. a Hugs future celebrity. You, bro. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so next news is about another sports event, the Olympics. Ooh. So they are about to release the, uh, but never, not never before seen, but just pre-look <laughs> never before well, seen. that is true but the pre-look of um the usa outfits that they wear for the opening ceremony but the leotards yes exactly i hope so that'd be cool um the thing that's cool about this olympics in tokyo is that this is the second largest uh athletes that we've had go through for america for the united states what do you mean second like the most like or? the second quantity most quantity of athletes oh, okay and it is the most women they have ever had competing for Team USA. Oh, Good wow. job. Which is awesome. I love that. Not just because I'm a woman, but it's just like having more people involved. And I like that we keep, I, I believe, I can't confirm this, but I saw that I think we have like a 14-year-old representing us in skateboarding. No. Ooh, that's cool. Nice. Which is awesome. I'm I didn't like, know that skateboarding was an Olympic sport. I, I think it just became one. I might be wrong on that, but I saw that somewhere, and I just remembered that, and I was like, that is so dope. I, I used to tell my cousin, like, there's nothing you're benefiting from in skateboarding all the time. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, and then the last Olympics, our first um, gold medal was won by a teenager doing uh, shooting doing like uh yeah the, the skeet Olympics shooting and stuff things. yeah and she was like a 13 or 14 year old and she won the first medal for team USA. i know a guy actually who who was on another show here in the studio who is a like united states paralympic um archer in the olympics he he was uh he was a war veteran and got injured and, and joined the paralympics and was an archer in the olympics wow oh, that's neat that's yeah, really, really cool impressive. okay are you ready to hear about Brittany? uh oh it's Brittany. <laughs> okay, so there's two things that we have to talk about today. Britney Spears had another court date today to talk about her father, and she decided, not decided, she broke down in tears, and she has accused her father of conservatorship abuse in court. Interesting. 
So she has said, uh, basically, um, I think her lawyer, I'm trying to understand the article. The article was a little confusing, but her lawyer, I think, stepped out. And it's the lawyer that's been with her for eight years. And the statement that she said was, my lawyer, Sam, has been very scared for me to go forward because he's saying if I speak up, I'm being overworked. He told me I should I should keep it to myself. You she's, should probably follow the you know direction of your lawyer. I'm just saying. Yeah. She said that even though she has built a relationship with the lawyer that she would like like to actually handpick my own lawyer by myself because her lawyer was picked for her. Hmm. Huh. So she, the lawyer was appointed by the father? I'm not Who's, sure if it was it? the father. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out. This article is kind of confusing. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it, but it sounds more and more like she's demonstrating immaturity. <laughs> Brittany got a public defender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what the sad part is. She is, wanted a private attorney is now, what this is saying. Now, didn't, didn't they... Um, didn't they rule in favor of the father before this? Is this like an appeals hearing? Or no, so doing? there was no decision or anything made after the last hearing. It was to hear her and to hear what she had to say about it. Oh. And then they have not, They the conservatorship is still there, but there are other people added to it now. So I think her it's either her mom or her sister helping with it or someone else is helping with it. Why are we adding? I well, also saw because that, they don't want to take it away from him right now. I also saw that she was going to retire in in a news article too. Well, I have not seen that. Yeah, I didn't know she was out of retirement. Didn't she? Did she like put some other song out like a couple of years ago? And that's uh, it. I mean, she's put she's put a lot. She and she was also a she's been in Vegas doing her residency. I mean, that's where you're doing a concert like. At least twice a week. Yeah, and if she, I mean retiring would basically say I'm never going to tour again, like Elton John. He's never going to retire as a brilliant musician, but when he retires, there's no more touring, no more seeing him live, and he's going to yeah. live his life. So I think Brittany isn't he coming to Nashville? He, it, you know what? I was so excited when they first announced I heard that, that commercial. COVID put it off, but he is coming back if you have the means because tickets are insane. But that will be an, a brilliant concert. It's kind of like John. We lost a lot of great musicians during COVID, not from COVID necessarily, but but during COVID, a lot of great musicians are gone john prine tom petty and so like elton john of course he's older anyway but if you've got an opportunity to go see elton john you should but yeah. it's it's they're expensive tickets but and i believe you have to prove uh vaccination if you want to go uh that's the sad thing wow Those well, of us who, so about 70 percent apparently of uh, tennessee will not be able to even get tickets maybe that's why the tickets are so high i don't know could be i don't know i don't know but i know my friend one of my old friends went to go see Elton John about a year and a half ago, right before COVID. And she said it was one of the best concerts she's ever seen. And she's seen um, Stevie Nicks in concert. Oh, wow. So I was like, that's a big statement to say that. And she yeah. loves Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Elton John is a great musician. And just, I, 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 would, I would love to go, but. I know. You know I He's know, up like, there to me. Michael Jackson, Elton John. I just, I hold them as probably some of the, the most brilliant musicians in the world. Okay, you ready to talk about some more musicians and celebrities? Yes. Oh so boy. this is going to continue the Britney conversation. Uh-oh. Paris Hilton, Miley Cyrus, and more celebrities have backed Britney. I also read somewhere that Miley Cyrus and Paris Hilton have put a fund together to help her fight. So if she needed to uh, hire a new lawyer, like she is today, or she needs some other expenses that are not covered under the conservatorship, that oh. she would be able to have that money to do that. 
I but mean, there are. I mean, like look, this list of celebrities is crazy. Look, I get it, um, but that doesn't that doesn't add anything to me in judging her capability. Uh, it's like I guess mental maturity. I don't even know what you call that. Just she a bunch of people, a bunch of your friends are saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, like let me <sighs> let me make clear, she did not ask for this. It wasn't like she reached out. I and understand said, I that, need money. but I mean that doesn't add to me for me that doesn't add any more credibility. It's good that they're funding her cause so that at least she can get heard in court with her own lawyer. You deserve that. But, you know, I mean, it, the whole breakdown in court thing and the lawyer walking out, that that hints at immaturity to me. Um, but, of course, I don't know the whole situation. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Another singer, Demi Lovato. Do we know who that is? No. You don't know who Demi Lovato is? No. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Do I? Baby, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Nope. Oh, really? Oh, Camp Rock? It's a shame. Nope. No, he never grew up with that. I know, but he still could have seen it. Somehow, Camp no. Rock is. A I good, don't know. Good movie. Um, Demi Lovato, what a controversial celebrity. Um, she, <laughs> <laughs> she, like a couple months ago, she went to a frozen yogurt place and she had this huge blow up about how they mislabeled some yogurt and it was not fair for other people because she felt left out because she was either vegan or vegetarian or something. Oh, so and she it was ate a, yogurt that was not... No, no. It was just the labeling, how they labeled it. Well, and that so, they they did not label it to... I don't even remember what it was. That's not even the story that we're talking about. Oh, well, I'm just on. saying know, that she's but, 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 wait, Let wait. me pull it up. But I'm did, about to pull did it they, up. Did she eat something... She thought was no. vegan, but was not. It was vegan. literally just the sign, and she said it was. I'm gonna pull it up because okay. we All need right. to. We yeah, need to pull I, it up. I do want to hear about that. Yeah, you need context because if you if My you bad. say something is I'm vegan sorry. and it's not vegan, that's that's that's, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um. So she, I forgot about this. So she um went to a, it was a yogurt place, and they had labeled something as sugar free. Now, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato is a very big advocate. She's had an eating disorder ever since she's been little. And she felt offended because a sign said sugar-free. No. Because she felt like... So she didn't eat something that was had sugar in it that she was, was convinced it actually was sugar-free? It, sugar it was literally just the sign. Oh. That she got offended because she felt like they were, um, they were pushing... Um, for people to not eat as much because she what what is it called when you don't want to eat anorexia um, anorexia because she thought it was pushing anorexia what no that's <laughs> sugar free but wait but that's then, what diabetics want to eat more but then but then oh wait sorry that's what it was that it was either that or that she wanted to eat more she called it a harmful harmful messaging. God. And grow used up. hashtag diet culture vultures. What? Now diet here's, culture? Now here's, oh, this is a fat shaming thing. This is a fat shaming thing? Are you what, serious? Here's, what it, here's another thing about it. She had messaged the like page for the, for the place that she went to. And she screenshotted all the messages between her and this place and posted them on Twitter Karen. to hate more on them. Ugh. She's a legit, it's She's terrible. a celebrity Karen, so, sounds like. What I mean, is she a celebrity of? She's a singer. She's She's a a really, singer. She, she is, is a actor. very talented yeah. singer. Okay. I mean, amazing. But she also, she's the one who, she um, has drug issues. She has eating Sanity disorder. issues. Yes. I mean, 
and she's kind of gone. She's kind of gone crazy. Here, I but, mean, with with that respect, I mean, if this is, it's hard to tell what this actually is until we like to see the text messages. But I mean, if it sounds like it's a fat shaming thing, there oh, diet culture. There's nothing wrong with advertising a a sugar free item well, because there's a lot of fat people that would disagree. <laughs> here's <laughs> like, what here's what the what the place said on Instagram. We carry items for diabetics, celiac disease, vegan, and of course have many indulgent items as well. But then she decided after they messaged her that to post all their stuff on there. Mm. That's both. Look, and, they're going out of their way to be um, <laughs> perving something for everybody, yeah. right? So well, why- here's the thing. Not ev- and this is talking to anyone that thinks like this. Not everything in this world is going to be perfectly tuned to your personal feelings. There is not going to be a place that you walk into and you can't get offended when they have a sign that says, walk into a barbecue place, see them cutting up meat, you're vegan and you're offended about that. Uh, I mean, come on. No. This is And this is the, the smallest thing. You're <laughs> offended that they offer sugar-free things. You're thinking that is that that's somehow... I can't even think. I, now that's they, so that's so ridiculous to me. They said that the that the whatever it was, I don't know if it was yogurt or cookies. I'm getting very confused. I was ninety percent sure it was yogurt because it's from a yogurt place. But they maybe keep it's because you're eating a cookie. But they said that the that the stuff is actually. I don't think she knew this before. The brand that like their food comes from is called Eat Me Guilt Free. But I don't think she knew that before mm. she like. So not that's a probably what that, it said. It probably said Eat Me Guilt Free. On the sign. That's not what this says. No? This says that it literally just said sugar free. Wow. It says, it says, uh, yeah, what she tweeted originally was finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar free cookies slash other diet foods before you go to the counter. Oh my God. Why? I wish I had Accusing time to worry about the of signs harmful, in a yogurt shop. Harmful oh messaging. So this isn't even the look, story I was going to talk about. Look, so Demi, let- Demi, Demi, I know you listen to our podcast very regularly, so I'm just going to talk directly to you right now, okay? Listen up. All right. <clears throat> Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you are offended by stores providing items that everyone else enjoys. Baby, Stop! I'm sorry. I mean, if you expect the whole, <laughs> if you expect the whole world to change so that you don't get offended, your personal feelings don't get hurt. I mean, how are you going to live? Fix your own feelings so that you understand there's going to be things around you in this world that you might not like. So and leave it you alone for the people that do. You will never be happy if you look at things and just get upset that they exist. I mean, you, holy crap. I have a question. Are you offended by my gluten-free Oreos instead of regular No, I love them. <laughs> but you I don't love have them. A, They're great. You know what? If you had a sign on that bag that said, these are gluten-free, I'd be mad. Yep. I mean, okay. it's like me getting mad. You know, like if that's, I see a sign that says exercise is good for your heart, I'm like, man, I'm fat and I don't exercise. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> if those said gluten-free and I ate it, then it would be fat shaming because everybody's like, oh, look at the fat guy eating gluten-free, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah no, that's, gluten- that's how you can... I will say out of that, for a separate conversation, then we're going to get back to Demi Lovato. Um, I hate that restaurants think that like a gluten sensitivity or something that's gluten-free 
Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this part of it's gluten-free, but, like, the sauce is Yeah, that's dumb, too. And I'm saying they're like, listen, <laughs> it, I'm not trying to be healthy. It physically makes me sick. Like, and I don't want to hate on Olive Garden, even, but, yes. yeah, that's And that's even Eli, who's been on the show before, he has had problems with gluten before. Yep. And, like, a lot of people think that it's just people trying to get healthy. And I get that. And, look, the but problem like, the problem is it's a lot of times it is people faking it just because it's it's a fad. But there are people, and, and Chloe is one of them, that it causes um, diet like a uh, intestinal distress, bubbly tummy. Yeah, and it's not fun. And migraines, yeah, the migraines worst too. migraines of my life. Yep. it's terrible. And okay, enough about the yogurt. <laughs> Chris, do you do you enjoy? Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Yes, big fan. Good. So was I. There's a viral video of uh, Kit Harrington uh, going around right now, and it's actually quite funny. And I'm going to describe it to our listeners because obviously they can't see it, but. I guess he was, I don't know if he was in America at a casino or in uh, Europe at a casino, but I guess he walked across, um, he came across a uh, Game of Thrones slot machine and his face looked like he was quite mesmerized by it. And he just looked like he's in a trance. And someone took the video and put the caption when they don't get the rights to your show, but they still make a slot machine of it. (laughs) (laughs) So I just thought that was a funny little story because I saw that the other day and I was like, is that really Kit Harrington or is that like a fake person? But no, this article definitely... Made it sounds like it might have been uh, a few drinks in at that point if he was mesmerized. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So, um, so we don't have a game for today, but I do have some funny stories to share and some cool stories to share. I love funny stories. Yes. So, um, the first one that is not this is kind of a uh, shout out, but um, uh, my family owns a great restaurant that's been open for about fifty years, and we had a big celebrity encounter. The other day, and I just wanted to share it. Um, there's some show on Apple TV. I don't know what show it is, but Jason Sudeikis is in it. And he is originally from Kansas City. And his character, he made a Twitter for his character named Ted Lasso. And some, uh, it was a soccer team coming to Kansas City. And they asked uh, at Ted Lasso for restaurant recommendations. And he said, oh, boy, let me think here. Well, obviously, you can't go wrong with the big four, a.k.a. Joe, which is uh, Joe, Arthur, Gate, and Stack. If you've been to Kansas City or if you want to go to Kansas City, look any of those up. Those are four different restaurants. When you type it in, it's Joe's Barbecue, Arthur Bryant's, Gates, and Jack Stack. Four of the best barbecue places in Kansas City. Yeah, and I've been to a couple of them. Yes, They're fantastic. You have. Um, but the rest of the tweet said, but for y'all, I got to recommend Taco Villa on 95th and Antioch. Be sure to get the Sancho there. Has as much kick as Jaden, which I assume is a reference to the show. But what's cool is my grandparents have owned this restaurant for 50 years. And this, like, he's blowing up our restaurant this right now, like which is amazing. This is they've gotten a celebrity call out. Which too. is amazing. Like, and so, cool. um, Jason Sudeikis, if you've ever listened to this, thank you so much. Um, I would really like to meet you or Paul Rudd. You're both, like, two of my favorite people of all time. Trot on into Taco Villa and take a picture. So, yeah. I, yeah, they come every Thanksgiving, which is, like, really, really cool. Them and their family. So um, I just wanted to thank him for that. And also, if you are wanting to go to Kansas, go to Taco Villa 95th and Antioch. This is a shout out. Um, And follow their socials because I run those, which is cool. Mm -hmm. So so my actual story is a conspiracy theory. Ooh, I love conspiracy theories. It's a little short. Actually, I'll do two from the same person because I just, I love this person. Um, I'm going to call this person Amy. And so Amy is a 
almost 50 year old who uh, has TikTok on her iPad because she thinks the government will be on her phone if she puts TikTok on her phone. Um, so yeah, seems legit. <laughs> yeah. So um, she told me one time that um, it was actually about a week ago. And she said that, and by the way, for listeners, this is not me saying this is me. This is legit a person. That is not me. I can confirm it is not yes. Chloe. So um, Amy says that they want us to get vaccinated. Sorry, we're going to talk about COVID again. They want us to get vaccinated. Um, and if we don't, that the people that are not vaccinated will go into FEMA camps. And she said she'd be <laughs> fine with that. So she doesn't have to work for her business ever again. And that she could just work outside forever. <laughs> Dig uh, who holes wants, who and wants to go holes. first? Um, I mean, I'm going to talk about FEMA camps for a minute okay. because years ago, uh, I worked in in public safety and I knew about these quote FEMA camps, and everybody made a big deal about them being, um, hey, there's these camps that FEMA's setting up, and they're you know near the railroad track and airport, and they have uh, Constantina re-education, wire. yeah, yeah, and it's. It's vaccine in like mass casualty storage facilities. It's near railways so that they can distribute. They actually had thousands upon thousands of flu kits and, you know, mass casualty stuff mm-hmm. stored at them. And they put concertina wire up so that nobody came in and stole stuff. But there was this huge conspiracy theory that they were the the FEMA camps and the work camps, and that's right, where you would federal go. government setting them up to send yes. us all now, there. Now remember, she believes anything she sees on TikTok. That sounds convincing. Uh oh. What's the other one you said? She so had two. this one was not from TikTok. This was from her own brain. Mm. And I love this person. I'm just gonna say that right now. So she says. <laughs> you just have to make a disclaimer. Yes. She says. That Dr. Fauci is a really smart guy, which is true. I will put that. I will say that he is quite smart. You can't do his job if you're not smart. Um, She says he's smart because she thinks that he leaked the emails or whatever that came out about him to stop people from getting vaccinated because he knew that the vaccine was bad. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. Mm. That's definitely a conspiracy theory. You know what I what I've been wrestling with is like here's here's the weird thing, right? Let's say let's say in a world the uh, the COVID vaccine is a lot of people think it's like some poison or whatever that's gonna you know reenact in ten years and half the population is just gonna snap and die like Thanos or whatever. Here's the problem with that: the people that are pushing it. All their voters are taking the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna have no power. I never in the thought end. about that. That's, That's so the saving funny. Grace, when I I think about the exact same thing, yep. like the people that are pushing it, everybody that supports them are taking it, so they're not gonna push people off a cliff. And and here's the turnaround for that. I think about: Am I the sheep? Because are they supporting it so much so that I will reject it, and then I will later die, and then the only people on earth will be Democrats? And then I I go I, <laughs> I heard uh, we just had uh, we had Grant crack up back there laughing <laughs> I, I I thought myself in a circle that day and I was like 
Hmm, am I the sheep? Am I the stupid one? That's a, that's it. Let's <laughs> let's get oh, all boy. the conservative Republicans to not take this vaccine, so we can. It's exactly that is a Democrat. Because now they're that is a Democrat move. That because yeah. now they're like uh, they're talking about censoring text messages and crap, and it's just making it worse. Now the Tennessee legislature is shutting down vaccine um, education programs for children. What better way to cripple the Republican Empire? Than to get them all to get sick and die. I'm sorry. What? The Galactic Empire. Oh my you know. goodness! It's 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 so, listeners. If you could just be here and see him, like I actually wish. say that in person. Oh it's yeah. Amazing. I, my face, you know, just turns into um, uh, Admiral. What is it? What is it? The Akbar. No, I'm talking about the Imperial guy. I'm sorry. The dude that at least I knew the word. The Akbar. really important dude that was above Vader and like, um, he was in the last movie too. I know it's what's his face. It's not Director Krennic. It's you know what I'm talking about. Grant, yes. help us, help us, Grant. You know who I'm talking about? Tarkin. Tarkin, that's who it is. You're welcome. Director Tarkin or or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, so. so that joke would have been a lot better I, if I'd I remembered his name. <laughs> I hope I hope you enjoyed these conspiracies. There will be plenty to come because I talked to this person quite a bit. Never run out of conspiracy theories. Bring we them. won't. I will. Now, does this person have like a tinfoil hat as well? No. Okay. She does not. I don't think she owns any tinfoil. She has a lot of chickens in her house. Yeah. Like not real chickens, like glass chickens. Oh. All um, in her kitchen. Yeah. I've you know how like like middle aged women have that one animal that's just around their house? My mom had ducks everywhere. See, Interesting. Yeah, she has chickens. Yeah. Ducks in the eighties, early eighties, ducks. My and mom has pigs. Well, yeah, that yeah. makes sense though. Last pigs. Yeah. So Okay. You got, were you on a farm? Yeah. Well we need to we need to do like a social experiment now. We need to what what does your mom have <laughs> in her house animal wise? Like the those yeah. animals everyone buys. Because I specifically remember every every middle aged woman or older has those some yep. sort of animal they like, and yep. they put little glass things all around. I have a friend who uh, years ago went to his, his house, and his mom had um, it was ducks, but she liked pink. And like uh, the, as soon as you walked in the kitchen, like everything is pink. Like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, what is that medicine that you take? The Pepto Bismol. Uh, Pepto Bismol pink. Uh, the yuck. ducks were pink. the The silverware was pink. Like, the there silverware. Were ducks. Silverware was pink. I mean, it was insane. Pink Ew. plates, pink wall. It was like That's pink. Gross. I yeah. thought it was in somebody's stomach. Oh. Ew. <laughs> oh, that's great. You thought you were... <laughs> when you're eating your food, you just eat your fork for your oh, Pepto for when you're done. No. Yeah. Oh, my golly. Oh my. It was intense. It was really intense. You're like in one of those freaking um, Pepto-Bismol commercials or like... <laughs> yes, like swimming in it. But, you know, she loved pink. She loved ducks. Oh, okay. Man. So one of my final things. I have two more things, and then we're done. Oh my gosh! One of I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> eh. So, um, I have been volunteering at a camp the last week. It's an outdoor camp. I'm not going to name where or who or what. But um, this story just cracked me up today because I myself am not very good at coming back with comebacks. I'm I'm a terrible comeback. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That's that was great. Thanks. <laughs> so, um. I, there's a lot of kids now that are just sassy. Like, they just don't want to listen to you. You're going to ask them to do something, and they'll just go do whatever you told them not to do. And so um, we had these little water guns that were, like, could fit in, like, the palm of my hand. They were pretty small. And uh, they were from Dollar General, and they weren't very good quality. So we um, had a bucket that we were filling them with, and we decided, uh, you know, to have them fill, and we'd have water gun fights and stuff. And 
this girl decided, this girl's probably eight or nine, and she just decided to just throw it to the bucket. And we're on gravel, so like it hits the ground hard. This is like the 20th time I've said, hey, let's not throw it. So I said, hey, please don't throw that water gun because you're just going to break it. She goes, well, it was already broken. And so I looked at her and I said, well, if your hamster wasn't working. Oh, sorry. She said it wasn't working. I said, if your hamster wasn't working, would you throw it against a wall? And she goes, well, no. I said, well, there you go. You shouldn't throw that water gun either. And I had all, we were doing kayaking and I had all the guides standing there and they all just looked at me and started laughing. They're like, that was maybe the greatest analogy I've ever heard. And I just felt so good about myself because I was, she looked at me and she's like, well, like, what does it mean when oh, a hamster's not working? <laughs> so that was that was the takeaway from kayaking day. Oh, Parents, wow. check your kids. I, I honestly, that's great. I, I would said, have never thought of that that quickly. Like that's great on the literally fly. Literally, was right on. I said, wow. if your hamster wasn't working, would you just throw it against a wall? No, you wouldn't. Would oh, you? Man. It was so funny. I, I was, really admire people that can think that quickly. Like I, it, it was a once a in a lifetime, but it happened. Yep. And Everyone it, has their. Every dog has his day. Yep. Sometimes even so. a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yep. That's it. That's me. Wow. The blind squirrel. I think that's a great way to end <laughs> off things, right? Or do you have any more? Um, I had one more thing. Okay, I'm sorry. That sorry, is just for our listeners to kind of think about. Because I saw this other day, and I didn't really think about it. And I want to see what it makes you think of. Okay, so I'm going to read this whole post. Um, reading 20 pages per day is 30 books a year. Saving $10 per day is $3,650 per year. Running one mile per day is 365 miles a year. Becoming 1% better every day is 30, sorry, 37 times better per year. Small habits are underestimated. That is way too much math. What? <laughs> multiplying everything by 365. I was sitting here thinking, um, okay. No, but like, no, I, get it. I, I mean, get like it, it I, made I, me realize yeah. I like, I love reading. I love reading, but I have not had the mental capacity to open a book. I buy books all the time. Chris, you wouldn't know about that, would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I sit there and I'm like, oh, it's just going to take up too much time. And it's like, well, if you just read 20 pages a night or to the next chapter, then... That doesn't work because books are different lengths. Yeah, I know. But I think he's just estimating. How do you estimate? The average the page average count, book? I guess, of a book. I don't, I don't know. know. That's bad math. Bad I don't know. It just made math. me realize like... The time that we spend doing things, yeah, and even like the free time that we spend doing things, it's like that you you go, oh, I wish I could read this book, or I wish I could do this. It's like, well, and I always do that whenever I come in the studio for the other show, Grisha Cast. Excuse me. There's a bookshelf of books I'm staring at every time. I'm like, man, I have this other book that I'd really love to read, not on that shelf, but just like in general, and it's in my trailer somewhere with all my other laundry and clothes and furniture and stuff but literally i'm just like i just want to read it but i know the second i get it out ah, it's gonna sit there i'll read a chapter and then it'll sit there just as slowly just falling to the floor because of this chair right now i'm getting emotional about books mm, over here i know i'm sorry so I, just... I hope you guys enjoyed this pop culture segment i'll, I'll, t I'll add this to and that. the um, conspiracy theory. there was a i keep seeing this calendar every once in a while it's a big uh picture that you put on your wall and for it, for every box, it's a week of your life. 
and you sit there and you check off the boxes as you go. And it kind of puts um, puts life in perspective. You can get it to 100 years, you can get it to 80 years, and whatever you expect to live, I guess. Um, Sorry. And you can just check them off as you go. And you start off, you know, like, for example, if I bought one, I'd be 25 and, and, some, some, and some weeks and... Pretty interesting. It's uh, kind of um, kind of scary to think about. Also, like we talk about all the time, how when we're kids, like time just moves differently. And I've noticed that with working with kids lately, because I forgot, because I only do it over the summers as of right now. But you forget when you say, "Hey, in five minutes, we'll go do this," and then you let them go run around, and it's yep. thirty minutes later, and they're like, "Hey, is our five minutes up?" And I'm like, we need to have an episode about yeah. that. That's a really interesting topic. I've thought a lot that about that. And like the time of TV shows felt longer. Yeah. Like it's only, a th- it's only a 20 minute episode because of commercials, but yeah. you feel like it's like an hour. Put a pin in that. I think we should talk about that next episode. I agree. I think we're running out of time. We now, are, so. but I hope you enjoyed Brittany, Demi, and conspiracy theories <laughs> from one of my favorite people. Yeah. All right. Enjoy the conspiracy theories. I'll bring conspiracy series. I'll find some more. Is that that a hint? Conspiracy series. I'll find some more. Maybe not just from her, but that'd be a great podcast title. Conspiracy. That's a free one, guys. Yeah. Well, you were listening to Still Love You, Bro. We appreciate you tuning in. It would help us immensely if you would like and share our socials. Yeah, that's um, we're on Facebook. In fact, I just Googled us not too long ago. If you Google Still Love You, Bro. We're one of the like third result and on the Facebook page. It Whoa. takes you right to the podcast. Wow. Look at that. So big time. Our social media manager has been working hard. So now we just need Ted Lasso to tweet us. There you go. That <laughs> man, we, we blow up. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, if you want to go to still love you, uh, I'm not spell the whole thing. Still love yeah with a y a bro.com uh we're gonna have all of our podcasts there uh, you can also find us on any standard podcast platform spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast um and we're gonna be on there so just uh search for us subscribe to us there and uh that'd be great um but anyway and shoot us an email yeah. yep. chris uh, at still love jess with an e j-e-s-s-e at still love and chloe Yep, and we'll be happy to reply if you have any questions, comments, or anything about the show. I mean, yeah, we've concerns. had people write in. Yeah, if you, you have any concerns, yeah. just let us know. We'll, we'll put them in the concern this box over here. This is our therapy. Why can't it be yours? But uh, yeah, if we've had listeners write in before, and uh, we've talked about them on the show and talked about their comments. And yeah, if you'd like to do that, you'd be more than welcome to email us. So. Other than that, have a good week, and we will see you here in a week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.